Hello, welcome to the Snowman 4th DOSG Podcast. It's not popular, episode 158. My name is Justin. And mine's Helen. It's kind of weird and to be recording this on a Wednesday, since that's usually when I record manga in your ears episodes. It, it is indeed weird to be recording on a Wednesday. But hey, it means more extra news and all that good stuff. We actually have to be kind of timely, especially this episode going on Friday. But anyways... You guys have uh, missed yeah. Justin yelling all week, being like, oh no, what if they write up this thing of news by Wednesday and we have to cover it? Yeah, oh no. Yeah, let's go. I was like, no, please do. No more news. We got too much to talk about. Obviously, we got the fossil to talk about, so before we can get to into that, we got to talk about all the other stuff, like pandemic stuff. So, not too much pandemic stuff this time. Um, I mean, obviously, we still know what's going on and all that good stuff, but then uh, over in Japan, uh, one of the concerts, Heaven Burns uh, concert, Heaven Burns Red, has been delayed due to Konomi Suzuki, she's a singer and voice actress. Uh, she tested positive for COVID-19, uh, so there's no set release date for that. Um, obviously in general, just try to, it's, it's always hard to say like, Hey, try to boost, uh, get a booster, get the shots and everything. You still, you still catch COVID that way. You still, get, you can still catch COVID, but it's still try to mask up and stay as safe as, as possible. That's all I can really, all I can really say. And then, uh, thankfully that was all the pandemic news we have for the moment. Woohoo. So on to the news news starting with more um capitalism is bad uh plyon pictures which is a division of the plyon group which was formerly known as Koch media um has acquired anime limited and then okay so plyon pictures was previously known as Koch films and plyon is a member of the embracer group so what the names you need to know are plyon and Koch, and possibly embracer and definitely embracer because i think they're also part of that thq nordic whole group that we used to be on our acquiring speed a f- either a few months ago for a couple of companies yeah Coach so yeah Media all... sounds familiar like that's the group that owns fox news isn't it uh let me google that real fast definitely think that's something different <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh another company that used to be independent now being acquired i guess that only shows that yes times are not the same <laughs> as they used to be because really, like every independent company starts out independent, but then eventually they want to expand, or the market says that they're not going to expand at the current rate, at, at what, what if they maintain the status quo. So somebody else has an offer, they decide to take it. So in this case, Anime Limited decided or agreed to be acquired by Play on Pictures, or maybe still the way around. Play on Pictures was really interested, and they said, hey, here's money, we're buying you. Uh, so I was totally wrong about the Koch Media and Fox News connection, so disregard that, folks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't understand why all these companies feel like they need to be constantly growing and they can't just, you know, feel like they can well, just retain the market share and all that because I, this is just – I just fundamentally do not understand capitalism and nobody can explain it to me. I think the, in this case it's just, like, smaller and whether or not they can actually maintain their pipeline, all that good stuff. I don't know. Although I remember with the Twitter acquisition by Elon Musk or – um, when it was first announced, I remember being surprised to learn that if someone approaches you to buy your company, you kind of have to let them go through with it in some cases. Yeah, I mean, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that would be the case here since this is a UK company, not a US company. But um, yeah, capitalism's all kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, there is something about, I don't know, you just, you just can't really. Yeah, that's just the market itself says you just can't stay completely the same. Or if you really want to do this one thing, you have to basically expand somehow. I don't know. I guess that's just how it is when you want a business. 
Um, so yeah, we'll see how that will affect anything, uh, especially regarding UK uh, picture in the near future. Um, so I know this is big news for any Hunter x Hunter fans because they've been waiting literally years. Like it's been a long time. So Hunter x Hunter is going to return to the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine on October twenty fourth. Uh, we have obviously been teased for months by the actual creator, Togashi, when he was drawing um, na- um, scripts, basically storyboards, and posting someone on Twitter. And at some point, they were going to be done. It was going to be in a magazine, and now it's finally in a magazine. So, big announcement. Um, so, Simon Post is going to start for that the next week. And to capitalize on that, and finally, I should also add, the U.S. Shonen Jump has finally added the actual manga of Hunter x Hunter, all the digital volumes that they had, it's all on the service now. Um, so if you probably want to actually read it, especially for those who watch the anime and realize it's probably gonna be, it's probably gonna be no more anime of that anymore, or if there is, it's going to be even longer than ever because who knows what the situation with that's going to be like. You jump on a manga and go from there. Even then, you'll still be only reading up to a certain amount because I don't know if Takashi's gotten that much done due to his health, so... I would say, uh, hey, if you want to, you want to, but it may not be, it may not be worth it. It's up to you. I totally thought it was already on the service. Um, it wasn't. It's surprising, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'd been thinking for ages, oh, yeah, I should reread that since I haven't read any of it since high school. And I'd really like to, but uh, now I can. So, Ooh. so uh, let's see. You know, it's so hard to tell, you know, what's going on with the flow of time these days. So I think last time around we talked about the Mob Psycho 100 dub casting controversy, right? We talked a bit about that, but then this obviously had a new statement from from McCarthy who was also responding to whether or not they were doing remote. At the time, we were speculating that they might have been... That if there was so Supposedly, Country was intending to have everything in the Dallas office, but then Kyle immediately said, or once we got the word... Wait no, this is not actually accurate. There definitely is some remote recording going on with that, with that, um, with this anime. So that wasn't a fact as to why they let him go. Yeah, I just couldn't remember if I need to explain the whole thing from the start or just about this. So, um, yeah, Crunchyroll has been saying, oh, if people aren't in the Dallas area, we're no longer going to do remote recording, and this is now like their second show at least of a simul dub, which definitely has remote, you know. People, people recording remotely, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, Crunchyroll has actually been putting out the new simul dub for Mob Psycho Season 3, and um, nobody has been talking about it, including Crunchyroll. Including any of the dub actors. And, you know, there's a... I, I mean, for I the dub this, actors, I can imagine them yeah, just not yeah, wanting, like, the wrap yeah. of social media upon them. Yeah, and that that's... Yeah, that's kind of how I... I've been on the... The side, yes, Mob should have been... The dub should have been, like, promoted and all that good stuff. As usual, but also the same token, the controversy surrounding it is just gonna hit it on the other actors, and I I, I cannot imagine this this decision was obviously gonna be tough either way. So I guess they decided let's just not say anything. So you obviously got to deal with the lesser of two evils, I guess, because it's just yeah that whole situation has been very unfortunate and um it obviously can't continue. I really feel like Crunchyroll needs to actually do something about this. Um, it's just uh, just another additional, I guess, wart for the situation because they just keep adding to that. And um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add. It's just something that's been very unfortunate all the way around, and it only continues to be unfortunate. 
It's just a discussion country roll. That apparently you don't want to have. I guess. I guess they like. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not qualified. I don't know. Maybe they feel like not qualified. Really, incredible. Um, moving on. Uh, just a couple. Or well, one. Rec- uh, one announced recent death that we got to talk about. Uh, voice actor. Um, used to voice uh, Tetsuro in the original Wally Bird recording uh, slash Streamlight Double Akira. Um, Jen Rabison. Uh, Rapson passed away. This was revealed on a Facebook post by uh, a fellow voice actor, Bob Bergen. Um, obviously, who those who grew up with that particular dub know them, know this person a lot. Uh, obviously, more closely than others, but it's still a pretty sad loss. Um, not specified how the person died, um, but just any or when it happened. But um, obviously, it was some the for for Bob. It was obviously somebody who was very close to so it's unfortunate news and uh we obviously knew about the death of kazuki takahashi uh, a few months ago but now we get more circumstances as to where a while hap- how it happened um we knew like he was obviously somebody that did snorkeling was something he was always doing uh but now we have more information that he was attempting to rescue um a child like there was obviously a situation um involving some ripti- uh, riptide victims like there was a couple people there and he tried to go save one of the kids this eventually um was in an article i think i saw it all was originally like a wordpress thing uh um, no it was actually with the military newspaper stars and stripes That's okay the it was American military newspaper which is no i think it's a yeah, wildest it. place to, right. to have it um cited right. but that is a legitimate news source for these sorts of things no, no i thought i saw like the wordpress like it was actually like the name but like a wordpress like dot com thing something like that but no go ahead yeah um but yeah, like um, like Justin said, there was an article in Stars and Stripes talking about um, a recent event where um, I think um, some U.S. service members had also been involved. Um, it was an area that's known apparently for its rip currents, and um, uh, they they were able to um, save people. And um, the service member I think who was interviewed or giving the statement said that they hadn't seen him, but uh, a bunch of others gave sworn testimonies. And then later, the Japanese Coast Guard I think confirmed that yes. Um, he had been involved trying to save the victims, but um, yeah, it was kind of weird that that information didn't come out earlier. Since I mean, there's, I mean, it's still sad and a shame, but not shameful, you know. It's more like because like, like they were saying, like you saw on Twitter, people were saying like he basically was a hero. Like he tried to do what he could at the situation, and you just your body just says you see somebody needs help, you try to do what you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you either run or you. You, you you move it it just shows to try to help as best he could unfortunately he claimed his life um yeah as, as just to the point like investigations i guess take a long time and you want to make sure you get everything as accurately as possible so it's it is it is interesting it took this long to get this information but hey sometimes that's just the nature of things um well i definitely get the impression that this never would have come out if there hadn't been like statements made by u.s military members in a right form. right yeah right mm-hmm so yeah, um, I guess that kind of closes the book on Takahashi. But obviously, there'll be many tributes um, over the years, just because of how, just to, obviously because of this also, but just 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 major impact on just everything like anime, card games, big major impact. And in his memory, everyone should uh, pay attention to rip current, rip current signs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, at the beach. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and now we're moving on into news news. So uh, 
Justin and I both could have sworn that Jane Novel Club said they weren't going to have any more streams. Exactly. Licensing streams before <laughs> um, Anime in New York City, but surprise! <laughs> they had one anyway. So, they have licensed a couple of new titles, both manga and light novels this time around. Uh, they are bringing over um, uh, Suyoshi Fujitaka and Yunagi's These Legs Don't Lie, Harumi-san's Legacy as the Strongest Mimic. So we are reaching into the realm of weird-ass isekai re- um, reincarnations. Uh, Saki Tsukasa Satsuki and Haruka Futaba's Young Lady Albert is Courting Disaster, which is a J-novel heart manga title. Uh, Yura Kyosei Koryami and uh, Hida Kanami's Lady Rose Just Wants to Be a Commoner, also a J-novel heart manga title. Namo's The Coppersmith's Bride, also manga. Um, Kazuki Amamiya and Gin Haibara's Teenage New Game Plus. And they've also announced they're going to be releasing the Tier Moon Empire manga in print starting in July 2023. And that one is created by Nozomu Mochisuki, Mizum Moriano, and Gilsey? You don't see that combination of letters very often Gilsey. in English. Gilsey. Gilsey. Yeah. So I can only imagine that they are trying to get that out into the world with the new anime announcement. Everyone, everyone should out. read the Princess Mia well, Chronicles. Well, they gotta hope it comes out in summer then. You know, good timing, all that good stuff. But they do know the light that was out, so I mean, mm-hmm. that'll be good enough. I just gotta hope it actually is a good anime. <laughs> um, Seven Seas had their normal Wonderful Wednesdays, but look at that. We actually happened to be recording exactly on a Wonderful Wednesdays day. So again, we talk about their license for today. So I guess I'll be with that. Um, they announced, um, these are both essentially web not, um, web webtoons. Um, and then once, uh, just a graphic novel, Shilling uh, Huang's Amongst Us. Uh, this is in partnership with Hiveworks Comics. Spice, I uh, can't really say it's that, like that, but all right. Spice and Kitty and Orca is a stepmother's margin. Uh, this is going to be released in print. And Plutus and Spoons, Who Made Me a Princess, also uh, going to release in print. These Believe these last two are both Mahua titles. Mahua webtoons, I should say. Yeah, those two are web um, webtoons, Manhua, um, etc. But I do think that Amongst Us is um, English language original since it's a team up with Hive Word. Seven Seas also announced they've licensed uh, a couple weeks ago uh, Shinobu Amano's Last Game, Fushia Shikumo's The Great Snake's Bride, Gen Shirokawa's A Story of Seven Lives. Akira Shikimi and Akiko Kawano's The Dragon King's Imperial Waff, Falling in Love with the Bookish Princess of the Rat Clan, Otsuji's My Stepmother and Stepsisters on Wicked, and Yasuteru Ogoshi's Shinbanban, Super Cute Doggies. Those are their past uh, few wonderful Wednesdays announcements. Lots of manga. A lot of manga and comics. Lots to read. So we've got, got both a cat manga and a dog manga license this time around. <laughs> yeah, they love their, their animal animal manga. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So Viz also had some announcements at uh, New York Comic Con, and these are all going to be coming out summer 2023. Uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto and Sakura and Sakaku Hishikawa's Chainsaw Man Buddy Stories, and also Tatsuki Fujimoto's Goodbye Airy. Um, Yuki Suniaga and Takamasa Moe's Akane Banshi, uh, Suyoshi Takai's Heart Gear, which is um, interesting because that was a that's a manga plus title, um, never was streamed on Viz, 
and it just came back off like a two-year hiatus. Yeah, very interesting license for sure. Yeah. Uh, Poppy Pesuyama's Until I Love Myself, The Journey of a Non-Binary Manga Artist, uh, Ayuko Hata's Wolf Girl and Black Prince. Also interesting because that one had like an anime years ago. I would have said this one was past its popularity. Um, Sue Morishita's Like a Butterfly, Kazu Umezi's Cat-Eyed Boy, The Perfect Edition, Sochi, Junji Ito's Story Collection, uh, Kenenchi Kondo's Dark Gathering, Marvel Comics' A Manga Tribute, which is, again, which is going to be an anthology, and also Sutomo Nihei's Wolverine Snake. Ooh, I like how you said that. I think I got that I like right. how you said that. I say, you, I say it's good. Mm. Oh, God, it went on to another page. Okay. Uh, Yusuke Osawa's Spider-Man Fake Red, which is um, a Kodansha title, actually. So uh, this must have been through Marvel since Viz and Marvel have a partnership. See the anthology I just talked about like five seconds ago. Uh, Lori Ulster and Rook Victoria Roth, Roth, Rosenthal's The Way of the House Husband, The Gangster's Guide to Housekeeping. Uh, Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba, Official, official Coloring Book 2. And Heart of Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba, the anime. So all of those are going to have print versions. And they've also announced some digital exclusives scheduled for this spring. Mapalo 3's... Uh, Minya Hiragi's Neru, The Way of the Martial Artist, and Ippon Takaguchi and Santa Mitarashi's Candy Flurry. What hell? Anyone want to say P P P P P P P? I think that's like a musical notation or something, and it means something like that. Yeah, it probably is musical because of the themes of that series, but we're not really. I'm not really trying to say it. Yeah, I, I know what F means in musical notation, but I don't know what P means. <laughs> F means get louder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't. I took music classes decade, a decade, yeah, probably a decade ago. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I'm unmusical. I just know it from some memes on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, yeah, we had some very, um, yeah, for sure. There's some interesting choices from Viz. Uh, yeah, especially the shoujo titles. Like, obviously, we talk about Wolf Girl and Black Prince being old. Um, I think um, Sumura Shita's Like a Butterfly is one of her, one of their, I should point out, one of their um, older. Um, works and now it's finally being brought over here. It's definitely pretty that's well. the creator who does um, a sign of affection. Sign of right? affection, uh, strawberry uh, shortcake. Um, so yeah, it's nice that they finally bring like I get. I think that might be the entire catalog for Morshita, but it's it definitely is interesting that it's it's now coming over here for sure. So that's uh, <laughs> sure is an interesting market for that. Um, the, the, Uh-oh, Justin. Before you go any farther, I just realized you forgot to put on the Tokyo Pop licenses. Uh, we'll talk about them next time. It's as always, these Tokyo Pop licenses are never official. They're just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna put them on Amazon, not say anything. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll get to you guys. I mean, later. we talk about the Kodansha titles when they do that. <laughs> eh, a little bit of a difference, but we'll talk about that some more. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Kodansha thing is actually very interesting because it's like. It should only go to Kanacha stuff, right? But then this obviously proves that, yeah, Marvel says, no, we, could, we want that out here. And we have a partnership with Viz. We're just going to let them release it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the whole Spider-Man thing being released by Viz. That, that definitely um, put that in, like, um, what a trivia about what Kanacha title has, has Viz published in, 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 their, in, their, in their thing, in their, under the program. <laughs> Somebody's got to think of fake red. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff for them. I would see more Tatsuki Fujimoto, not surprising. So, 
I think I saw like the summary for Fake Red was something along the lines of an ordinary guy becomes Spider-Man and I'm like, that is the entire premise of Spider-Man to start with, like every single time. Like don't act like that's a unique premise for it. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, you're yeah, right, you're right. Um, Kites and Books, Tad one of their um, licenses announced. Uh, Manzai Matsi, Parabola, and Famaru's The Bottom Tier, Barons, Accents Rise to the Top. Um, it feels like it's been a long time since they actually licensed anything new, so that's good for them. Um, this is going to be released digitally November 4th. Uh, no word of a print released for this, but it may come in the future, but we don't know. No word yet, so we'll see. And then, finally, um, Discotech is having a stream on Monday, but they've also licensed some titles ahead of their stream. So I can only assume this means that they, their stream is going to be so full they just cannot fit a few more titles in. Uh, they are bringing over Sayuki Reload, Burial OVA, Lupin III, Farewell to Nostradamus film. I could have sworn they already announced that one. Um, and they've announced a December 27th home video release date for the Digimon Adventure English dub. Project Aco 3, Cinderella Rhapsody OVA, Machine Robo, Battle Hackers, and live-action female Yakuza Tale Inquisition and Torture film. Right. And uh, the Digimon Adventure um, restoration, I guess? It looks like it has been an adventure from what I've seen people posting on Twitter. Yeah, it's almost nothing. Maybe I should get rid of my older... I should finally get rid of that other version that I got years ago and maybe finally triple dip? Double dip? No, double dip. Get the single well, you, you know that this looks so it's, much better. It's so much better. Now. I mean, it's, it's to the point where Toei's like, hey, like, give us these files when you're it's done. Just, just a case of, will I ever watch Digimon again? I mean, maybe. Yes. But will it be five years from now or ten years from now? <laughs> Don't know yet. Well, you'll be prepared whenever it is. <laughs> All right. Let's. No more licenses. Maybe we'll talk about Totally Up if they ever announce it next time. Or maybe I'll just put it. I'll remember putting it in the script next time. But until then, we're going to move on to streaming news, and this is the part where I get to crack my knuckles. I can actually crack my knuckles. I'm not very good at it. And begin... How can you not be good at that? Like, isn't it just a thing you can no, do? No, I, I, I don't know. I just try to do it, and I just don't really do it well. Like, you can't actually hear me crack the knuckles. I mean, you probably just heard that. <laughs> sure ain't anything here? I guess I did it. I mean, I'm hearing a little See, bit. Yeah, I don't really. Uh, anyways, this is not the Cracked the Knuckles podcast. We got to get talking over to what in the world is actually, what is Disney doing, Helen? Just, just, just say, just, just endeavor. This is what the just, question just, we just, ask just every humor time. Me. Just, Justin, just, what is just Disney humor, doing? Just humor me. What do you think Disney is doing with their anime? Just humor me, please. They are engaging in the fact that they have some sort of monopoly? So, so we talk about Crunchyroll obviously being like the major. Oh my God, they're forming a monopoly. So we should probably have other places actually stream anime. So we got High Dive, and then it's like Netflix wants to do stuff, and then it's like who else? Well, Disney should be the one to actually you know jump in and start being the stream and watch make 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 us watch anime on their new Disney Plus service. And yet, from the very onset, when they started announcing stuff like Summertime Rendering and Tatami Time. Machine Blues and all that stuff. Okay, that's great, but are you going to simulcast it? The answer was no, because they didn't actually simulcast any of that. But okay, then, but you're eventually going to show it, right? So Possibly. That was a possibility, but then we were still waiting, and then obviously rumors back in like August suggested that they had the rights to Bleach for streaming, which is weird because Crunchyroll had the rights to this, and then Viz, when their nice statement put that press release many months ago with all the rights to it, but then you go back to that pre-R statement and realize, wait, 
None of it actually had included streaming rights to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they had not ironed that out yet, especially since they only announced it was going to be on Hulu, like, a couple of days before the stream started. Yes. And Hulu in the U.S., Disney Plus worldwide, but it's not actually worldwide on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, so it is very unclear how that Disney Plus situation is rolling out, because I'm not sure if Disney Plus is available everywhere yet. I believe it should be relatively available, but it may be not be available everywhere in most countries. But the point is, Disney has a right to this. It's also available internationally, but there's definitely places that do not cannot watch Bleach officially. Like, we have Latin America. They have no... There's no update availability for Bleach on their service. So, to conclude just this whole thing where they made sure there's no more Bleach on Crunchyroll, like the actual old Bleach, before this new Bleach thousand-year um, war, they made sure that Okay, there's only select regions that can actually watch Bleach. Um, you could say that they bleached the site clean of they it. They really did. And now the rest where you can watch the old stuff is pirated if you want to go that route. I don't. Think... Oh, wait, you can't even watch it like on Hulu or like Netflix or anything? Uh, no, I'm saying like internationally. I'm speaking to like the, oh, okay. those. I'm pretty sure Bleach should be available still on Hulu, on Hulu and. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I was gonna say, a Thousand Year Blood War is a sequel. In fact, it's not like a retelling. Yeah, it's not retelling. You, yeah. you do need some context, right? So yeah, if you're like in the U.S., you're pretty much all set. Everywhere else, good luck. Because the problem is, Disney has literally talked nothing about this except in vague, like literally, like we're gonna talk about their other stuff just in a bit. They probably put like stuff in press releases or like in like Variety articles or Deadline articles. Like, oh, yeah, this is when this is gonna stream. God damn it, we gotta get more subscriptions now just so we can find out when stuff's gonna stream. And then it's like, uh, I don't think Deadline's, uh, or I'm talking about the, the websites, right, or in Deadline. I don't think they're. Well, I mean, they've still got a magazine, right? Uh, but anyway. Yeah. But yeah, the point is, they're like, the communication is actually very frustrating. It's actually really sad to see a billion, a, a billion dollar company just, just doing this. In, like, what are you just picking stuff up on a whim? What is your plan here? I wanna say this is worse than Amazon Prime. When it had the anime strike thing, nah, Amazon, the, you couldn't even tell when stuff was going. Yeah, at least a, here we've yeah, got that like is the problem, lists of things. That is the problem. Yeah, the, the Amazon strike was just so incompetent. It's hard to even just say, but um, but yeah, we just I just don't know what. It's just mind boggling when you jump into a market seeing that oh yeah, anime. I, this is my thinking. Anime must be popular. We must. We gotta also add stuff to our content line. Let's go get anime. Disney's probably thinking, but you don't promote it say anything about it um I, I, it's just i think at this point we need to stop thinking of them as companies that produce entertainment and just companies that want to make money and have chosen that they think that movies and tv shows are a way to do it you know because there's no other way to explain why that they seem to be kind of terrible at their act at their proposed you know job I mean, sure, Disney does make a lot of money, but the fact that we're trying to say, look, I don't even know how I could watch this thing you have, suggests some problems. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, so anyway, then, our, let's let's talk about what is going to be on wait, Disney wait, before, Plus at wait, one before, point. Before you do that, I do want to also... You still had more just, rants? Just the one thing. Viz, how Viz also handled was kind of just iffy as well. Um, yeah, someone was getting real sassy on the Twitter and deleted those tweets later. Yeah. I think someone was tweeting and on then, the wrong and, account. And then I do understand, and at one point they did respond... Well, something that's true, um, I think someone was asking about why it took this long, and then uh, the Viz Twitter uh, kind of responded about, hey, sometimes contracts take 
a long time to get finalized and stuff like that, which is totally true. Listen, that's the kind of unprofessionalism I expect from the it's, show it's, to be it's, the account, it's, not it's the main. It's true, and yes, it is very unprofessional, but it is still true. I think fans take it for granted, uh, especially when we get stuff like known in advance. But then sometimes it is that case where just things just take a while to get finalized, and you want to make sure. Days are the eyes. I can't even say the link, the link, the, the line. But, but the point but is, but again, they announced it like two days before. Yeah. The the point is, yeah. It, it how Viz kind of handled this was not very. You for for a property like this, it just it's kind of really surprising. It honestly is. Like obviously, Bleach is a major property. For for it to be handled like this, really unfortunate. Uh, maybe they can get away with it, but still, they've still left out a lot of people out in the lurch with this. So. Uh, yeah, that that is my final thoughts. I mean, we'll get into actual bleach later on for me, but yeah, that that's it for me. Now you can go on. <laughs> oh no no, you need to keep talking. You need to tell people what is going to be streaming there and when. All right, fine. So um, yes, we've actually got dates, and it's still kind of weird. So we got to Tommy Time Machine Blues, which actually aired this uh, past fall. Uh, I I didn't, I didn't realize this was gonna be sure. in Japan. In Japan um, actually pretty short. I think it was like four or five episodes. It was pretty, not too long. Oh, I thought it was 12. No, no, no. It was pretty short. Um, but yes, it's coming out on Disney Plus November 9th. Okay, that's great. So that means all their other anime is going to be coming shortly to Disney Plus too, right? No. <laughs> um, and then who knows? They may not even get a date. They just shadow drop it like they did with Blackhawk Shooter, Dawn Fall, which got dropped today. <laughs> On Hulu, not even on Disney Plus, you can see me tearing out my imaginary locks of hair. Like, like, I, imagine I have lots of hair in my head. And I'm pulling it out just because I'm just yeah, like your your hair is that kind of short. It's a little hard to it, pull it, out. It's it's what is the point of? I mean, look, at least it's somewhere available. But what is the point of? You're basically saying I don't need a Disney Plus account. This is what you're saying. I was thinking when this whole thing. Well, maybe they'll actually announce summertime rendering on Disney Plus. No, it is. They still haven't talked about that one. Okay, I'm not a betting man. Yeah, I'm not going to bet. But I am very much thinking summertime rendering is going to go on Hulu. I I cannot see this going on Disney Plus anymore. If you're not going to put Black Rock Shooter on Disney Plus, you're probably not likely going to put summertime rendering on Disney Plus either. It's probably going to be called a Hulu original. See, you can't. You just can't kick the originals. Beat Helen. Netflix originals, Amazon originals. Now we're gonna have Hulu original, Crunchyroll originals. Everybody likes originals, Helen. And even though it's not really original, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see this frustration in my voice and this confusion. <laughs> you can hear it. Um, so yeah, I, I, the only good news is that at least this suggests that we're finally gonna get dates and they're finally gonna start coming out. So I can probably look forward to who, um, summertime running at some point. Um, soon, uh, maybe by the next podcast, they'll have a day for this, but my guess is that it's going to eventually be on Hulu before the year's over, but that's just a guess. That is what we'll see, but, the, but yeah, they're finally going to, we finally have days for these, Helen, so it's good to hear. It's very good news, but it's, it's just, Disney, why do you, why, why are you doing this? Just put it on Disney Plus. Thanks for losing a subscriber, probably. Uh, in other news, uh, Crunchyroll is going to be streaming Arknight's Prelude to Dawn, which apparently set in Rhodes Island, which I think is very funny. Um, this is a late fall anime with a October 28th premiere, and they are also going to increase the price in several territories on October 31st. Uh, 
they've definitely said before that they were going to increase prices in some territories. And I think these are additional territories. Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, etc. Still not including the U.S. in there yet, at least. But um, it's coming. We can all tell. <laughs> Just feel it in my bones. Yeah, once they, could, once they start adding more Funimation stuff... Uh, I'm not even sure how much Funimation stuff is left, but I'm pretty sure there's still a decent amount left. Yeah, there's still a decent amount because I was like hustling up till yesterday to try and finish out stuff on my funny sub, and I didn't. And then I remembered, oh yeah, I've got another account with them. I can just get a free one week trial to just finish up the last few episodes of Oh Hit Rocket. Because yeah, there's definitely still stuff that is not on Crunchyroll yet. So once the whole merge happens, they're definitely going to increase the price. Put put. Book it. <laughs> Definitely increase the price once that happens. And I think um I mean they're I mean Funimation's already raising their price for some reason. Yeah, they they've probably learned that we probably shouldn't have been so quick to say, hey, cancel your account and go to Crunchyroll. Oh no, it's funny because when I did cancel my account yesterday, it was saying, you know, we'll see you on Crunchyroll and stuff like that. Uh, or if you visit their website, um on mobile, it's like, do you want to download the Crunch the Funimation app, you know, owned by like Crunchyroll LTD? Wait, what? Stuff like that. <laughs> Seriously? I've got, sc- I've got a screenshot of wow. that one. <laughs> I gotta include that in the episode. Send that to me. That's funny. I don't know. I just find it funny. Funimation, but by Crunchyroll LLC. Um, yeah, the whole thing is just... I don't get it. But um, I had an extra thought about this whole situation, but I totally lost track of it. But all right. Can't... can't gonna have to move on from it then. Uh, yeah, just something to think about. Um, high Dive. Um, it's going to be streaming the Doro and uh, the Doro sub and dub in January. This was the uh, formerly uh, Amazon Prime. I don't think it's still Anime Strike. I don't think so. I think it's just Amazon Prime title. Um, but now it's finally going to be on High Dive, uh, but it's going to be in January. So that's going to be like an early streaming present for anybody who wants to stream that show on High Dive, either sub or dub. So that's nice for them. And then we finally have the final part of Stone Ocean. It's finally going to stream December 1st on Netflix. And we can finally end uh, this weird, I don't know, it's just been very weird handling of, of JoJo uh, Stone Ocean. I mean, you say finally, but it's only been like, a, it's only going to have been like airing for a year total at that point. It's just been a year with very little communication. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just been, yeah, you're right. It has been a year, right? What a long year. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to say, like, what specifically happened like from i still need to watch the second part i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do that hopefully in november before we obviously get to the last part but i don't know, just be like you compare for like the past jojos this is how it's been handled very weirdly and probably not as well as it should have been um so yeah nice that this is happening it's gonna be very interesting to see what's gonna happen with the franchise moving forward i expect that was, there'll be more but i don't know it's been... there's definitely more parts that haven't been right adapted yeah i know I think the manga is currently on part seven. So they're already on to like Jojolian. So there's definitely more parts, more serious to death for Jojo. It's just a case of when David Productions actually had the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. And then I think it's time, Justin, for the main part of the episode. Fall anime 2022. Yeah, let's go. Um, if either of us actually felt like editing, we would edit in an air horn noise here. <laughs> I am not going to edit that in. <laughs> yeah. Happening. Uh, so uh, on my end, full disclosure, um, my focus has been missing for a while. If anyone has actually seen it, please contact me on Twitter at Wandering Dreamer. It's small, fluffy, gray, and I miss it dearly, which means that I... I've tried out most of the series that caught my eye, but not everything. 
and to prioritize things for time, I just totally skipped all the sequels. Since I'm like, yeah, these are known entities. I know I'm going to like them. I'm going to focus on new stuff. Also, like I said, I was trying to finish up my Funimation sub. <laughs> so my list is definitely smaller than yours, Justin. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's totally fine. But what sequels are you going to watch, Helen? At least you can say that, right? Sure. So uh, let's see. When I get to get around to it, I'm definitely watching Encouragement of the Climb Season 4. Uh, I definitely want to watch Golden Kamui Season 4, but it's been so long since I've seen Season 3 that I kind of want to actually just take a, take advantage of this as a chance to like read the manga and catch up. And the first three seasons covered about 190 chapters, so that's taking me a while, especially since um, Biz does have that as part of like their Shonen Jump Vault, but not on the app, strictly on the website, and using the website on my iPad instead of the app is a little bit butt-like, <laughs> so I just haven't really been going for it. So... I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to the second half of Spy X Family and, oh, and the third season of Welcome to Demon School, Iromakun. All those are going to be happening at some point. I'm also very far behind on Legend of the Galactic Heroes, but I still see it. I still miss it. Maybe someday. Okay, good enough. Well, uh, to, to bring up going Comrie, I would just briefly talk about that because that is something I am watching. Uh, didn't watch the least episode, watched the first two episodes um i can see why this has the only web only <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's, it's like i understand you know it's, it's so you know like they can keep the app and the app store and all that jazz but it's still it's like ah this just makes it a it's little harder like, for it's to... like how do you even explain this series to anybody <laughs> you see I, I saw i saw a friend posting i watch this for the history i watch this for the history and it was a picture of the guys like i think they were in a bathhouse again or something like that oh we didn't even put this in the weird news, did we? You know, the manga came out and is set on the record. Everyone's dick size is comparatively. Oh, yeah. I don't think I saw... For some reason, I don't think I remember seeing that. <laughs> I don't know why I missed it. Oh, it was on a and They definitely did an article it. about it. I don't, I don't it. know why I missed it. I missed it. I skipped over. Oops. Um, yeah, he, he did not say how big everyone's dick is, but just who had average size yeah, and bigger the, the, size, the fact that uh, There were no surprises in that list. Yeah, the fact that the manga took the time to answer that. What a, what a, what a person. Hey, didn't, didn't, have, didn't have to, but he did anyways. Listen, if you tell me this creator is gay, I will be completely unsurprised <laughs> because the dude definitely likes his bar guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole se- this, I just saw the first episodes. We have uh, many things that you cannot really explain in context involving pussy monsters and uh, somebody having What's a pussy monster? <laughs> monster. Monster. Oh, monster. Ooh, ooh, there, ooh, there, there, there is um, language, <laughs> context. If you watch the show, it works in context, but then you take it out of context, it's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, it's that again. So, it's just, once again, the return of these characters, just somehow getting all these skins, and it's just so wild. Um, it's hard to describe, but it's so very funny. <laughs> uh, and I do remember that season three ended in a very dramatic place. Yes, it did. Um but yeah, you'll definitely, when you start watching the episode, you'll just be like, how do I actually share any of this co- on Twitter <laughs> and explain? Because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> it's very difficult. That I, I think that's all I'm going to say about Golden Comedy Season 4. But it's still awesome. It's still very fun. Um, I will just talk about my um, only two drops of the season, I guess, so far. Um, Housing Complex C was interesting because I ended up watching this on uh, Toonami, which has been a while. I haven't watched any of Toonami in, I think it's Paranoid 8. Kind of aging there, and I, I sadly only lasted a couple a uh, couple weeks into it. Then I had to work, and then it stopped. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, uh, sucks. But anyways, um, so yeah, it's obviously one of the newest joint projects. Um, 
Adult Swim is going on with a couple studios. And I find the first episode a bit of a mess. Most because it, it, it promises, like, horror set in this, like, obviously this housing complex and stuff like that. The very first, like, uh, scenes we get, like, first two three minutes, there's somebody chasing out these two girls. But like, it's like a horror setting. It's all tense and stuff like that. But then it obviously flashes back or flashes, I guess, forward, like, into, like, what's happening, like, what led up to this. And it tries to go to this cutesy, also vibe, too, with the one of the main characters, one of the main girls. I don't find it really works. I find it's doing a little too much. It wants to be a horror, but it also wants to be a cutesy, and it also wants to set the mystery. And I'm like, mm, maybe I should just wait until other opinions. But uh, pack season, uh, unless somebody tells me otherwise, I think I'll just be fine missing out on this. So it's all right. Like just just how it looks, but then I just find the whole tone not working for me. And then my master has no tail. Um, I read the manga for this. I will probably just stick with the manga version. And I say this knowing that the anime I don't think is that bad or anything like that. But it's like, eh, it's not very impressive. Uh, it's so far fine. Like, it basically, um, I don't know. It's just really hard to describe just why it's a little underwhelming. But it's okay. It's just that. Ooh, pick me, pick me. I can talk All about right. it. I can talk about that. Go ahead. Since I obviously have also read the manga, since I've got the review up on the site. And honestly, my biggest issue was that uh, in the manga, it feels very much kind of like a screwball comedy. Like, Mamida, our young Tanuki protagonist, isn't going to the city for, like, big reasons or anything. She just really wants to get out of her small Tanuki village and, like, play pranks. But instead, they keep assigning um, all of this emotional reasoning for it that at least... I read the first two volumes of the manga, and it's definitely not present there won't rule it out entirely saying it never comes up in the future volumes but they keep making it like oh she's trying to connect with her dead father as well you know she's always felt kind of ostracized in her village for being a tanuki that still loves playing tricks etc etc but that that wasn't what the first two volumes were like at all it was just much more of a comedy and the anime seemed to be much more trying to like put like emotions into it but they then weren't matching the actual tone of the show to it. They weren't matching it, you know, with like more thoughtful visuals or maybe um, a slower pacing. It was just going kind of quickly instead. But it also definitely wasn't quick enough if they were going to try and keep it like a lighthearted comedy. So that that was also really frustrating to me since uh, it's a digital only series right now. So it's not like I can go to my library and like keep reading it. So I'd wanted to keep watching the anime, but it is a little underwhelming. Visually, the character designs also aren't quite as cute as they were in the manga. And I saw a bunch of people complaining about the Rakugo scenes, or by a bunch, I mean like at least three people on my Twitter feed, which, you know, feels like a bunch <laughs> when that's the only talk chatter you see about a particular series. Um, and I agree that they are a bit underwhelming. It's kind of funny because the actress sounds very animated in like her role in the rest of the show and then just very flat during the Rakugo performance. I guess that's the tough part. We have to go from actually speaking as a character but then going into Rakugo mode, I guess. Yeah, but... She, she just feels very flat and still doing the same voice, affect, everything. So I was just really disappointed. Like, uh, And I'm like, man, now I'm going to have such a hard time convincing people to read the manga because i thought the manga was so much fun we just did an episode of it on it on manga in your ears i was posting screenshots on twitter you know all that jazz and it's like ah so we've got we've got a couple of shows this season which seem to have been saddled with 
uh, the industry is overworked and does not have time to actually put thought and care into every single product, yeah, you know? Yeah, give, so it just, it definitely felt lackluster. Give, give it to lead in film, films when they already have like a billion things they're working on, maybe not have been the best idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm fully going to drop it, but it's definitely not going to be at the top of my watch list in this packed season. Yeah. Um, I think, and then I guess I'll go with the other, the other show I'm possibly going to drop. You might be surprised. Blue Lock? Um, no. No, I'm not. Since even when I read the manga, I was like, I'm not sure if I want to continue this or not, you know? So I am unsurprised. So the only reason why is because, like, something about the first episode worked for me, and I guess it was the, just the kind of maniac, no, we're not actually going to be this shonen spirit and all that good stuff. No, you're going to lock you all you all 300 people in just this one place blue lock and we want to produce a one it is a death survival game except yes. it's their soccer future on yes, the line you, yes that, that makes it in, 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 it's just so entertaining first of all, like, these faces they're all like just oh no it's so serious and it's just so intense and then the second episode hits and just like they're also trying to explain the soccer jargon and I just kept watching Aoshi and I'm like oh no please don't stop, just don't do that now there's some stuff they explain that's true but then it's just like it doesn't always work and then they always go with these weird faces, all these guys with these characters. I'm just like, yeah, this isn't really hitting <laughs> for me in the second episode. Um, yeah, you got to be a weird faces kind of fan if you're going to get into this series. Right now we got the, the king of weird faces in Spy X Family, so it's going to be really difficult. Um, different type of weird faces or type of faces, but still, it's a uh, tough season to be doing that. But yeah, it's just got to, I don't know, like, the thing is, you're not going to really like all these characters, and that's kind of intentional in a way, because of the, how everything is set up, and that's, that could be fine. Yeah, and the characters are intentionally assholes, basically, because the whole premise is, to be to create a world-class soccer team, we need more egotistical and, players. And, and you know what, that it does speak a little bit of truth, because there are definitely, in sports, you definitely have your egos that to play around with. So that's totally realistic in that sense. But it's just other stuff is just like, no, it doesn't work. There's no way. And it can only work in this manga. And that's or this anime. And this gets anime. Um, and it's totally fine. But now you just got to make sure you don't actually like lose your entertainment just that quickly. And I feel like for a, epi- for a second episode, it kind of fell a little, little. It, it was just not as entertaining as the first one. So I'm curious how the third episode is going to be and what it can do to just like raise things. So. Uh, definitely gonna give it more episode, but yeah, that's uh, my other uh, series I'm concerned about watching. But if you're in the yeah, if you're my, in a maniac soccer my, stuff, you can totally totally watch that. But if you're not, eh. yeah, my feelings on the manga were mixed enough to not even try out the anime. I was like, you know, just not sure. And it's a busy season, so all of us are having to be kind of brutal with our um, decisions for what to watch, what to cut. Yeah. Let's see. So another one for me that's on the brink then is um, uh, I'm the villainess, so I'm taming the final boss. Because uh, talk about another show with kind of lackluster um, production quality. I was already sad when I'd seen the initial images for it because uh, the designs were like even more simplified than I expected. And it was trying to make up for it with rather bright kind of garish colors. And I didn't think it was quite working. And I've read the light novels, um, got review of one up in the first manga volume, and we're going to have reviews of volumes two and three up by the time this podcast goes up. And honestly, it's really sad that the manga adaptation only covered the first light novel, because I think that one was the best fit for the series. I feel like the story just flowed the best that way. Since the light novels also definitely have their issues, go read my review and you will see what I'm talking about. Um, 
it was kind of funny to see so many people being like, oh, this is such a new, fresh idea. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of only the second reincarnated as a villainous um, isekai series we've got in anime form. Because in light novels and manga and webtoons, that field is just so saturated right now. Like, you guys do not understand just how many webtoons I have tried in the past month or two with the basic premise of reincarnated as a villainous. And some are good, but God, there are so we're, many. We're about, about, to this a, point. We're about to get a few, I think, next uh, season, right? I know that some of those licenses we were mentioning from Seven Seas today were actually reincarnated as villainous titles. So. Right, right. No, I mean uh, for next anime season, I think we got a couple of Tim. Well, we don't know when Tim Empire is coming out, but I think what Endo and Kobayashi. Neither of those are reincarnated as what villainous. What about the villainous? Well, okay, got you. Right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Tier Moon is, um, I jumped back in time, and Endo and Kobayashi is, so we started playing a video game, and the char- some of the characters can hear us? Sweet. Let's get, a, let's get a good end for our favorite villainous. Yes, 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 let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Endo and Kobayashi is very good, guys. I'm looking forward to it. And I better not fuck it up. <laughs> um... Yes, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess I'm going to go to the biggest. I guess. Well, okay. I'm, I'm probably not. I, I'm not following Gundam. I haven't followed Gundam uh, fandom aside from you, Helen. So you have to let me know about this. But is this the biggest Gundam fandom recent memory? We got other people interested in Whip for Mercury? <laughs> uh, it feels pretty big. Let's see. I started following Gundam. Let's see. In between Gundam Build Fighters and Build Fighters Try. So not even that long, comparatively speaking. And so we've had some more of the Gundam Build Fighters recently, and that's never super duper popular. And we had Iron-Blooded Orphans, but this is definitely more popular than those. I think I saw someone joke that it seems like the entire um, Liko Rico fandom just migrated over to their next Girls with Guns show. I mean, they don't really have guns. They have Gundams, but, Hey, you know. Gundams, robots, can't go wrong with... Can't go wrong with that, right? That was not intended to be a pun, but <laughs> I will take it. But yeah, this one is a lot of fun. I am enjoying it so much. I am not enjoying, however, how everyone in my timeline is enjoying it to the point where I wake up on Sunday morning by 10 a.m. I know the entire plot of the damn episode because people spoiled every single moment. I believe this is a time where you just, you know, not... Just ignore Twitter, you know, just for a bit till you watch the episode. I think that's what you gotta do, Helen. Listen, you heard what I said about my focus being gone. It has been very hard for me to actually sit down and watch stuff these days, especially since I am one of those people who wakes up very slowly. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, I will also just throw in there, you don't necessarily have to watch a prologue to um, watch this. I, th- I think um, you should. If you're enjoying no, the I'm, show, you will want to see want to see, to see it. I'm not saying you, sh- you shouldn't, but you don't necessarily also, have to. Also, then you get to see like a four-year-old kid think they're playing a video game. They're actually killing people in the Gundam. <laughs> Mm. This is very much a Gundam moment, okay? Yeah. That that is very um, crucial to Gundam. Right now, we got the question if this whole Gundam anime is going to turn into a harem. That's where we got a question, especially after what happened to the last episode. Yeah, so right now it's Gundam um, with shades of Utena and also shades of the Tempest. And God damn it, there's a production of the Tempest that's being put on locally around here, and I'd been thinking I was going to skip it. It's going to be in, like, November and December. Now I'm thinking I probably need to see it so I can actually get all these anime Tempest references. Mm-hmm. Also, it's going to have Teller of Penn and Teller doing the special effects, so it will be good. But, um, yeah, it has been absolutely nothing like I expected with the Utena and Tempest references, but I am all for that. Yeah. Suleta is this adorably anxious protagonist. Um, I want only good things in life for her, but she's in a Gundam series, and her mom is the Char, so this is going <laughs> to end badly for her. <laughs> Oh, and I will point out, Iron-Blooded Orphans definitely had harems going. Like, that is one of the few series where I will say there was a canon OT3 by the end. Okay. 
thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with Wish for Mercury. I love the battle so far. Just how slick Aerio, not a Gundam. Got to make sure you keep that clear. It is not. No matter what that person. No, gu- no, Justin, it's a Gundam because I said so. <laughs> Still gets me every time because it's so mean. This guy is just being like absolute And the thing jerk. is, is that we as viewers are like, yeah, he's, he's not, not wrong because we though. definitely know it is a Gundam. <laughs> I-, I do love how in Japan, like the model kits for it have sold out so quickly that we're going to touch on this more in the weird news that some of the places like Big Camera just had to start stocking like snacks named Ariel in the display cases instead because they just kept selling just, out. Just wild. Just great I saw a, I saw a friend on Twitter say, okay. When um, Birdie Wing returns in the winter, I definitely want there to be some sort of plot line about Eve buying, like, the wrong thing and not getting, like, the Ariel Gunpla for her friend. <laughs> Since that, that was a point in the first season that she got the wrong Gundam for her. The wrong Gunpla. Okay, guess, guess we'll have to find out. Until then, we'll just make through with Mercury and see what's going to happen. It's going to be very interesting to see where, what's going to happen to this series and then when it eventually returns, um, I think, next spring. Because it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be split. It's going to be split, so... Um, at least it's, we know, like, okay, it's definitely going to be more. It's just going to be a bit of a wait. So looking forward to watching more episodes and making sure I don't get spoiled like Helen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Do, 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 do. What else did I watch? Uh, so um, I did see the trailer for Akiba Maid War. So I knew going in that it was probably going to be more than just girls at a maid cafe. Since if you look in the trailer, it's like... This cafe they're in looks real run down and real sketch. So it is set in Akihabara in 1999. And we've got, you know, this new girl fresh in from the country. She's got a job at a maid cafe. And apparently this is common knowledge to everyone but her. But maid cafes are like the Yakuza, basically. Like, there's shootouts in the first episode. And then you hear the news reporters commenting on it. Like, yes, this is another unfortunate, you know, act of violence in the (laughs) maid cafe community and all that. And they're acting like this is like something they're very used to reporting on. And I'm like, how is our like main character dumbass unaware of this? this She lived in the sticks. She lived in the sticks. (laughs) It is true that it's 1999. So maybe like the news just had not spread as easily. Um, This is going to sound funny, but I actually like a lot of the setting work in there. Like, I have never been in Akihabara in 1999 and in like these dingy back alleys, you know, like the little liminal spaces in between the maid cafe and the street. But like when you see like the back rooms where the girls are getting ready and stuff like that, I was like, I feel this as someone who spent a lot of time in her life, like in like, like the back rooms of like a church or something like that. I'm like, I feel this sort of grunginess, griminess, sort of, uh, got to put up with it. Like I, I appreciated that, that work. That is excellent work by whoever's doing the settings. Yeah, I, I am, I as like you, I, I didn't actually see the trailer, but I just saw enough, like, articles about it. It's like, okay, it's good. It's, they were very intentionally vague with their trailer, so that meant definitely it was not going to be as it seemed on the trailer. <laughs> hey, we, we both saw Legal Legal last season. We know where this goes. And so, of course, the very first uh, couple minutes, you obviously get the characters in maid costumes and everything, but then one of them gets whacked, basically. So, obviously, the first thing that came to my mind was, got the, I know it's obviously supposed to be Yakuza, but I obviously thought Mafia. Godfather. I, I mean, I mean, the, it's basically yeah, the same thing. Although people are saying it's kind of like the Yakuza games, yeah. I think a little um, bit. So I got that going, and then it just was like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then, um, obviously, we got these make these maids, but obviously the older maid character, I think what 34, 35, is really old, the adult. Yeah, she's like thirty five. She is like actually she, like I, not like they're like she's so mature. And it's like she's not twenty four. Um, she's like actually in her thirties. I believe she's the one character we saw at, who saw one of her. 
I guess her in the yeah, prologue, prologue in the 1985 yeah. prologue, definitely. So she obviously has a past that nobody else seems to know about. So she's definitely one. Yeah, she, she, she's definitely got experience like packing. Yeah, so out. her character is fun. I'm definitely curious about this fresh character who. She, her dream was to become a maid. For some reason, she got really brainwashed to believe maid was an actual occupation. She'd be really good and everything. And then Chelsea finds out. And it's funny because the characters are like, oh, who wants to be a maid in this day and age? And I'm like, had the maid cafe phase already, was it already past its prime by 1999 or something? <laughs> or is it just a case where, oh, yeah, there's actually some serious stuff going on here. Why would you want to be this? Um, but, yeah, we got all this shooting. Oh, the shootout for the first one was just so much fun. I started laughing as soon as these uh, girls got just totally shot, and they, they the way, the I, way... I, I was laughing at the um, girl at the other maid cafe who's not cutting off her pinky Yakuza style, but is cutting off one of her... Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's just, it's just, I was kind of like, to first, the, what will actually be really, like, I, I, okay, for, for, if you're in real life, for a mafia, there are obviously some days you get, that if you get hurt or something like that, but for the hair, for a maid, the hair is precious, the hair is serious business, no, please, don't do it. Uh, just so much good stuff. Um, I also have to laugh at how I'm not gonna lie; their outfits are kind of lame because they are like pig themed. Yeah, pig themed. Yeah, gotta be pig themed. Hey, look. look and by pig themed, I mean like they have like a pig nose bow tie, like not even super themed. But I have to kind of laugh, you know, like on top of everything else. But, but what I understand is that they're not very like they don't make that much money. They seem to be running. They literally had debts, Helen. They don't have that much money to like spread things around, so they gotta work what they got. Okay, Helen. I mean, and, like, they're not even allowed to pass out flyers on, like, the main strip. You know, all the other girls bully them being like, you, you're not high-ranking, you know. You, you need to go over here in this back area and try to hand out flyers. Yeah, yeah I'm very curious to see, like, just where it's, what's going to happen to them. Will they actually make a more of a commentary on, like, the maid culture and stuff like that? And then will they actually, like, grow to like be, like, one of the top made uh, cafes in the area or, in, like, in that particular Akiha, Akibahara or who knows. But I'm very curious to find out. That is for sure. I think you're thinking too wholesome right now. I don't think that's <laughs> happening. I, I have decided that what I want out of the series is whatever is the most inconvenient and silly for the characters to be suffering through at any given time. Okay, that's fine. That worked too. <laughs> like, when they're in, the, like, the maid casino, I was like, do I want them to win? I'm like, I just kind of want whatever oh, that was, going to be the that, worst that, for them that at this moment. Funny. They all thought they had a chance and they learned very hard you have to solve everything with violence <laughs> what what's in the octopus room we don't know we don't want to find out <laughs> yes i would just add just yes go watch akiba made war it's very good um i will now finally talk about bleach uh thousand year war um yes there's literally only one reason i'm watching this and that's because I actually watched the original Bleach years ago. Listen, I read 500 chapters years of Bleach, ago. and you don't see me watching this. Very years ago. I, I didn't... Yeah, I, didn't, I, I think I may have read the manga. I think it was 500 chapters. So, it felt like 500 So chapters. I think I read um, the Aizen, which is part of, what are better arcs. The Aizen arc. L- listen, Aizen does not die. You're going to have to be more specific than that. Look, I, didn't, <laughs> look, I, I ended up hearing he didn't die. I, at the time, I thought he was just, like, done or something like that. I don't remember, but... um. When, when Michigo basically transformed or something like that. Uh, he goes to me. You're going to have to be more specific. It's, it's too long. I don't remember everything. I don't remember every single detail. Uh, but the point is, once the, what, the Fullbringer arc happened, I don't remember everything about that arc. I probably, like, totally forgot everything about that. But uh, once that happened, I just kind of, like, not caught that with a series, and I just stuck with the anime. That's literally all I know. I just know about the anime stuff. 
and that was many years ago. I don't remember everything about it, but I know it ended like, oh, I uh, got the hope and all these dreams and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, that's nice, but what about more Bleach? But at the time of that, guy obviously caught up to the manga, and then obviously things with the manga didn't go too well because there was obviously disappointment about that. <laughs> so um, nothing was said about that. But then all of a sudden, uh, Taito Kubo came back with Burn the Witch, and then that got added to the anime. And then all of a sudden, Bleach was going to come back, and I meant I, at least I had to at least see how it's going to end, even in anime form. So I'm going to find out. At least it came back. And that's why this anime was, and that's why this anime was made because they knew that they could get people like you. Well, it, well, it, to be fair, it was a pretty popular series that if One Piece and Naruto can still have their finales and everything, I think Bleach, even if it's a mess, <laughs> it can at least get something. And so far, I mean, the earlier turns, I didn't watch the second episode yet, but I mean, it looks visually good. That's very helpful because even for the old anime, it definitely could not capture Taitakubo's, um art for sure. But at least what I'm seeing so far, it kind of does. Uh, much better so it looks really good this episode had this mixture of you got the action and you got the some of the humor trademark humor there was a scene where there was this one uh, new enemy that showed up in um ichigo's house ichigo says i don't know who you are and then once they talk ichigo kicks him out or he somehow went from one place and ended up opening the window somehow it was just hilarious like how did you get there so fast <laughs> when ichigo kicked him out um so yeah, it's. It, I'm definitely curious to see what they actually choose to keep because I, I don't believe they, I don't believe they're keeping everything. Uh, you only have so many episodes to, to keep everything. So I'm uh, very curious to see what what's been kept, what may be included to smooth things over, and then how things are going to end, and how many transformations each going to go through, even more than usual. Uh, what's going to happen to social society? Even more than a precure. <laughs> what's going to happen to social society? What's going to happen to the actual Earth? I gotta find out. And then I'll probably be done with Bleach Helen. Next time on Bleach Z. I'll find out next time on Bleach Z. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious at least. So, um, so far, so far, so far, so good, I would say. I guess the only thing is, as I was watching on Hulu is an experience because you gotta make sure it has the correct settings or it's just not gonna play very well. <laughs> like visual quality, it's just not gonna look very good. It sucks. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, so I saw the first two episodes of Raven of the Inner Palace, which is good because the first story is a two-parter. And um, I'll admit, my first thought was, God damn it, I really want an Apothecary Diaries anime. You're not the only one, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, we are not the only two, by the way. Um, which is unfair to Raven of the Inner Palace, since the series is definitely similar, but also different. In Raven of the Inner Palace, we definitely have actual magic going on it's funny like the very opening scenes um where they're showing like a world map kind of reminded me a little bit of um some of the visuals from 12 kingdoms and like some of the monsters we see flying around in the opening definitely also remind me of some of the monsters in 12 kingdoms um we've got you know a woman you know with mysterious powers also seems to be connected to a former overthrown dynasty she is bribed, you know, with food to solve mysteries, unlike Mau Mau, who is bribed to solve mysteries with, like, rare and exotic poisons. Uh, it seems all right so far. It hasn't completely won me over, but I'm definitely interested enough to keep going in it. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. Um, obviously, I, I, once I heard um, the first one was a two-part, I said, okay, I'll just wait till the actual second part comes out, and then I'll, t- then I'll jump in. Um, and then I watched the third episode. Uh, it's definitely... Um, yeah, pocket. I hate to say this, but I will say it anyway. Sadly, 
Apothecary Diaries light in just the sense that um listen we're just big fans of Mau Mau and her they're, like, they're definitely obviously the, the mysteries and going the the palace and stuff like that there's just so many obviously pal- consorts palace emperor you just is obviously just connected to the other obviously what it did was lies is, as you mentioned about the magic part um, where our main character can do magic and she is able to um use this to identify spirit or either raise spirits generally able to uh, make spirits rise stuff like that um so it's been very interesting how she tries to how she ends up inadvertently getting involved because she ends up catching the emperor's interests um in this case and I guess at some point she starts attracting other interests from other people because there's a thing where the Raven concert cannot be, I think they said it can't be bedded by the Emperor. She specifically is the only one. Um, I guess this is how the Raven concerts have always been, I guess due to their powers. Um, the third episode interests another new character who um, has a bit of a background, has a bit of a history. Um, at least at the start, it seemed like there was maybe jealousy because of how often the Emperor was seeing the Raven concert, but then she actually comes in later on with a real problem. Um, so that, that's, that's been very interesting to see how that goes. And it's, I won't say it's also won me over yet, but I'm just intrigued just by where it's going. So I'm probably going to keep this throughout the season. I'm just very like the whole mystery, uh, fantasy elements are really winning me over for now. Um, I think I'm probably gonna be watching more of this. Um, I don't think it will lose me, but who knows? We'll see. But I'm definitely interested in this. And even if this goes south, I think there's enough here. So like when the uh, light, the novel comes out next year from Seven Seas, probably going to pick that up. Oh, I totally forgot they licensed it. Yeah, I heard it was a pretty uh, decent seller in Japan. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's exciting to uh, I'll find out what the differences are when the uh, novel gets over here next year. Man, Mau Mau only wishes that she could be, like, exempt from um, romance <laughs> by um, royals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how far you are in the novels, but I am uh, up to date with Jane Novel Club's releases. So I might be up to j- up to date as well. Who knows? Uh, volume six is the latest one. That's I may out, I may so. know some stuff. <laughs> oh, I know some stuff beyond the novels. But you and your <laughs> you and your wiki hunting and all that stuff. Listen, I have an issue, and I will freely admit it. Hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to talk about the allegedly biggest uh, known property enough to even land on weird news that we'll be talking about way later because it involves chainsaws. Um, chainsaw. 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 Oh, no, never mind. Uh, chainsaw Man. They, they totally should have used that for the opening. Of which they have many openings for this ridiculous... No, it's got it's got 12 different endings, not openings. No, uh, is it? Uh, I thought it was openings. It's one, well, it's one, it's one it. or the other. Well, I haven't watched the second episode yet, so I'm not sure. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. The, the crazy is there's always some crazy stuff with that. Uh, especially with the opening when I just referenced all the films and stuff like that, you could obviously tell like yeah, they would definitely. Fujimoto was talking to him, say, hey, maybe you can you know incorporate this and incorporate that because I'm a, you know I like films. Definitely tell you he was definitely influencing uh, Map for the series. But um, yeah, first episode was even if the series is cutting out Denji talking about his union job. God, God knows Mappa does not want yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that caused uh, workers that, to find out about unions. That, that, that definitely caused some controversy. Huh, I don't think they. I don't. I don't know if they thought that. Oh yeah, we need to make sure we save enough money that we get these white actors to say their lines. Definitely don't think it's gonna cause controversy. We cut, cut this out, right? Right. Um, but yeah, Chainsaw Man, gory, ugly, but still fun because you have this character Denji just wants to live, man. Wants to, he obviously is. 
he's, he's trying to stick with it. He's trying to work with the system, which is, which sucks. Has to sell his testicles. <laughs> sell it. Basically, almost every part. No, he even like had to get rid of his eye. Just, just, just trying to make. She's trying to be trying to live, and he has to live with this weird dog, poached, poached. One eyed, one kidney, one testicle man. Yeah, with this with this weird dog, poached. Um, but I would say it doesn't go too well because he ends up getting kind of tricked, and then he ends up getting like basically dismembered. But then he remembers, or then specifically, Pochta remembers about the promise Denji made. Because Denji already predicted, if I actually end up dying, you can obviously take over my body. But instead, Pochta says, no, it's going to work the other way. I will give myself up, but you you will take my powers. And that is how Chainsaw Man is born. Uh, this reminds me of all the jokes where it's like, yeah, um, my, if I was to ever die, my cat would just eat my body. You know, it kind of reminds me of that for some reason. Um, yes, yeah, very. It is definitely a very interesting series. Uh, it's definitely interesting how uh, Mappa's adapted so far. Obviously, still got to watch more. But yeah, I can't really. Like, so far, it's so good from what I've watched. Uh, interesting how the dub's going to go. But um, yes, yeah, obviously, like, just re- really. it was. It's one of these weird shows that was already popular before the actual anime aired. So, what's going to happen now that the anime's aired and it looked like it might be good? So, going to find out, I guess. It makes me very glad I'm not trying to watch anything on Crunchyroll on Tuesdays because God, the site must just be so. Well, thankfully, thankfully, to... there's not too many shows that air on Thursday, uh, Tuesdays, so they may have lucked out. Because I think the problem is for um, Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer, they basically aired on the same day, so that didn't help. <laughs> I-, I just remember the um, Yuri on Ice fans, self included, like breaking the site. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Let's see. So then I've got a couple that Justin hasn't watched. Uh, Bochi the Rock. I saw the first episode, and I suspect this is a show you probably should not marathon because uh, our poor Bochi, she's so socially anxious, and she's so cringe about it, too. You know, she just wants to make friends. She's learned how to play the guitar, so, you know, maybe she can form a band in school, and they'll think she's so cool at the, at the school cultural festival. And just, no, this hasn't happened. Bochi just has crippling social anxiety. And in the first episode, she's dragged into being, you know, a backup member in a band at a local club. And she's like, oh, I'm good. You know, I've got 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. But she's only ever played solo, so she's not really good at playing in a group, which is kind of important for a band. And then, like, to cap it all off, um, the two other girls are talking to each other. One of them's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like there's, there's definitely unknown people out there who are really good. Like, this YouTuber, you know, Guitar Hero, <laughs> you know, just mentioning, you know, forever, like, you should look up her videos later. And Bochi's just thinking, oh, that's me. I'm talking about me. So, um, definitely recommend it, just possibly not as a binge. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is, if I try to catch up to it, just watch one episode at a time. Okay, got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, th- I'll think your, about your it. Your daily bochi. I'll think about it. And there's only like two episodes out now, so it won't take long. Okay, but somebody's got to li- let me know if that actually turns out to actually go well. Uh, so far, it's going very well, so I'm letting you know right now. Do it. No. <laughs> do it, do it, But I'm already watching enough. It is what it is. Pack season, all that good stuff. I'm watching Do It Yourself instead. That is my, uh, was it, cute girls doing something. But in this case, it's literally girls doing things themselves. <laughs> I mean, I'm also watching Do It Yourself. You can do no. both. Anyway, <laughs> so not to emphasize the point that they, they, the, the studio, I think, is Pine Gem. They really want to emphasize the Do It Yourself anime, so that was the name of their character. You're Selfer. Selfu. Selfer. But it's obviously translates Do Yourself. So, yeah, we have the main character. Very clumsy. 
manages to hurt herself somehow. It's just very, it's it's supposedly endearing, but it's just like, how do you keep doing this to yourself? Stop. Her mom's like, I'm so glad that when I gave you crayons to play with as a kid, I gave you the kind that are fine if you eat them. Because boy, you ate so many of them. She has a friend that seems to live in a technology different stratosphere than her. And then she obviously tolerates her presence, but then kind of doesn't at times. Oh, she's definitely Sundari for her friend. <laughs> it's just, it's just... The, the friend is Sundari for um, Selfu. Yeah, so um, it, did that, did, you have that, and she ends up managing to meet somebody who wor- runs a club, the do-it-yourself club, but that do-it-yourself club only has her as a member, so she needs more members or that club's going to be closed, or she can't like actually do st- club stuff. Um, but then she ends up getting Serifu into it, she wrote up during the that, and now she's in that club. Past uh, this recent episode, I didn't watch today's episode. I didn't get to do that. But uh, the last episode, she, they end up getting another new character to join the club. So now they're doing, they're now building chairs. That's what they're doing, Helen. They're now building like uh, chairs to actually sit in. So yes, they really are going off the the, the spectrum of building stuff. Very cool though. Very, and you know what? Just how it looks is very good. Just like. You could definitely tell that there's lots of creativity and just how everything looks. Yeah, I'm very entertained by that. Um, there's now like do-it-yourself branded like power tools and stuff in Japan. Oh yeah, I think I saw something like, like, like that. Power right? drills, and I'm like, damn, I'd buy that. I need a power drill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just having a good time with this so far. Um, can't say I've been bored. Very much hoping that Seraphu will actually stop being so clumsy, but I think that's just gonna be a character trait. So, all right, just just don't you know. Whatever you do, just don't hurt yourself too seriously, girl. Just don't do that. Please don't. We don't need we don't need ultra violence on TV. We don't we just don't. <laughs> Remember kids, do not daydream and zone out when you're riding a bicycle. Yes, especially do not do that. Uh I think that's all that I watched. Oh no, that's actually it for you. Alright, then I guess I'll be closing this out with a couple more shows. So you talked earlier about encouragement client season. Uh, uh, four, which, hey, guess what, Helen? You're not missing much. Uh, I think the first, I think I saw this on Twitter. Somebody said this. I think the first couple episodes are just going to be recaps just to, like, refresh uh-huh. everybody on what the heck happened in the prior seasons. I guess that's... This... I mean, it's not like you can even watch most yeah, of them. You're going, yeah, that is true. Because, like, I think even season two is not streaming anywhere. So it's like... It, it's... It... It's always had a weird streaming situation, yeah. and it has not improved over yeah, time. Yeah, because you still got you got one season on Crunchyroll, a third season on Crunchyroll, but then you have season two missing, and now you have season four on High Dive. What gives, guys? Why, why do these production rights for this series keep going to other places where companies can't easily attain them anymore? <laughs> what is happening here? But, um, yeah, so nothing really new has happened so far. But, yeah, I'm still looking forward to when eventually they get into it. But until then, I will obviously re- refresh my memory of... The mountain climbing grows and all that good stuff. So that's nice. Uh, let's see. Pop Team Epic Season 2 started its entire first episode. It started its first episode with a live action segment. And I was just like, uh-oh. They, they mean business, aren't they? Then they got the Super Sentai opening. And then I think they, they could just add these characters in. I'll, I'll main two characters just like that. And say, yes, this is Pop Team Epic Season 2. But no, go back to live action. You guys are awful. Live action, please. That was great. Um, yeah, so far. Was that where they were, like, running around the animation studio or something that was his episode two <laughs> that was his next episode uh where at the end they, they had the endings where they got to the endings they had the main characters just run around king records to just be like just 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 cause random chaos just 
why? Don't knock that. Yeah, I've seen screenshots of that. They did like a Gunbuster parody with like their one they, yes. uh, sponsor or they, something. They had apparently this one mysterious animator for one of these segments. And they were just basically saying, Obari? Yeah, something. Yeah, and there was like, no, we can't be using this guy just to do this. We got a budget to consider. And they're just like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Use a budget, anyways. <laughs> just humorous, just funny. And I obviously did it twice, like they do every time. And with the different voice actors, just hilarious. They ended up involving the Chocobos in two segments. This uh, two, the next these past two episodes, just just totally crazy. I don't know how they keep getting away with this. But actually, I heard that the French guy segments from the first season, he did not actually know that they were going to use them in the show or anything. <laughs> yeah, I think that was true. Yeah, the first first season. Yeah, I wonder what kind of weird news, uh, weird stuff we get up to for the second season. So far, it's been definitely pretty weird, but it's it's definitely been pretty entertaining, or I guess in their ways, very awful. It's very crappy. The very gang crappy. does um, crypto. Very crappy, hell. It's very crappy show. Don't watch it. Or, I'm don't not. Watch, don't don't worry. watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, obviously, Spy X Family, Yor, Lloyd, Anya. How can you go wrong? But now they have a dog now. Very big dog. Bond. Borf. Borf. But, um, I saw pictures of him like apparently like using a litter box inside, and I'm like, that's not gonna work, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, just like yeah, just that's obviously back, still pretty fun. Uh, definitely here to see how Anya's gonna somehow misinterpret everything once again, only to just drive Lloyd and Anya, uh, Lloyd and um, you're crazy. It's gonna be great, fantastic. I hope they get to the um, cruise ship arc. Yeah, what be one season? Because I really I am wondering if they're gonna get to that. I'm not sure. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Can't remember either, um, so. what volume we're on right now, but um, I'm curious if we're gonna try to end with that. Very curious. Because then you get to see you're just totally kicking butt. <laughs> uh, let's see. And I think the last show that I actually watched that's aired now is Yurase Yatsura. Uh, classic anime. Rumiko Takahashi now rebooted for the modern age. But it still has some 70s, 80s stuff. So it's like, oh no. Look at all this sexual harassment that's happening with this main character. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you still got that. You still have... Um, our main character Lum just electrocuting everybody and causing chaos, but I still find it. I still find that part pretty funny. And then um, apparently this is mostly just like an all-star cast. Uh, sorry, all-star version from the series. So it's taking specific um, chapters. It's like a best yeah, of. best of basically. It's taking specific chapters. So it's not be everything. Probably for the best. So I'm curious to what they're gonna adapt for the next episode. Um, but yeah, it's basically the same as the. Uh, manga but just visually looks pretty pretty good uh, and I still I don't mind I mind the, the humor is pretty fun I I like it I'm curious to see what they're gonna adapt for sure I kind of hope I can maybe make time to go back to the library and read more <laughs> of the series I was supposed to do and I never did that but I don't think I'm gonna beat it like, like, like the anime is gonna air I think for a couple seasons and then it's gonna take a break and then resume I think that's yeah I think it's two cores on and then it'll be another two core later right. on so we'll see what happens after that but yeah Definitely gonna stick with that for a good while, and eventually I'm gonna watch to your attorney season two, but that's gotta air first. Yeah, I still feel like you shouldn't be putting it on here. <laughs> it hasn't aired yet. Anyways, yeah, packed fall season, Helen. Um, there's some stuff kind of keeping an eye on just to see if it's gonna go anywhere. Uh, yeah, there's a couple I didn't get to that I'm sort of interested in, like um, I think it's like Lies We Tell and also Eminence and Shadow. It sounds like. It sounds like the original version of that's pretty fun, but the manga, but the anime might have made it less fun. My understanding is the first episode adapted something that happened later on in the light novel, 
like in the fourth volume or something like that. But then in the past, I think it's past episode, it basically kind of went back to the first volume. But yeah, I'm kind of eyeing that a little bit. And same with, um, for me at least, I'm eyeing um, Reincarnate as a Sword, just to see if that's going to actually get like any better. Yeah, we, we also had a light novel, up, um, uh, we also had a manga in your ears episode about that. And I was like, this one's just kind of boring, honestly. I don't know, just the cat girl, just taking the sword and just killing stuff. I don't know. I, I find it kind of appealing, but yeah. I haven't heard, heard the stat thing for the first episode kind of turn people away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I described it as, you know, she's a cat girl and he's a sword and together they go on adventures? Maybe we'll fight crime later? Don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main appeal. Otherwise, all the other stuff's just going to bog it down. <laughs> so I'm just curious to see where that's going to be at the end of the season. So I'll... I'll keep an eye on that. But that's about it, I think. They might have been other stuff, something else. But, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to actually air anywhere, but there's supposed to be some um, Umamusume shorts. But I don't know if they're going to actually air anywhere. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. There really aren't that many shorts airing this season. Like, there was the one, the half episode one that was supposed to be, like, guys in their 30s and 40s being idols. And that one's not airing anywhere. And it's, it's not even being fan-subbed. It's only being fan-subbed in French, apparently. Yeah, I think uh, also another one on this is... I don't know if it's actually a short... Um, uh, what was it called? Cool boy? Uh, not cool boys. Something involving uh, play a cool, play a cool guys. Something like. Yeah, that one didn't get picked yeah, up. Yeah, no, I think that one was a short. Yeah. yeah, surprisingly enough, there was some stuff that didn't get picked up. <laughs> what if the crush would have picked up the uh, the guild, the guild, uh, the etchy guild uh, series? But that didn't get picked up either. <laughs> um. Oh, that one didn't get picked up. I got confused with. I know there was like one about raising your farming stats and another like second season of Peter Grill. So I figured like yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. What are you? You didn't pick it up. High Dive or uh, Crunchyroll picked up. Uh, was it Futugo, Futu Toku no Gil, something like that? That didn't get picked up either. Surprising, but I guess that just shows you how packed the season is. Or somebody else has a license to that Disney. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> I will. Well, okay. I better not say because there's just so many improbably things that that happen. I don't want to actually say anything that get me in trouble. <laughs> so there you go. And it actually happens. Amazon. But um. But yeah, back season for sure. I don't know if it's actually a really great season because if you're not watching all the sequels, I'm not sure if there's that much. But there is some stuff of interest. I guess I could say for sure. Yeah. Same here. Since like. There's a lot that's um, that caught my eye, but I'm not sure how much of it I'm going to be, like, totally enthralled by at and, the end, you know? You know what's know? funny? I think there are more titles interested, that I'm interested in for winter 2023 than, than fall. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have, like, a new season of Bofuri and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's funny. I, I thought the pa- oh, fall would be packed, but then all of a sudden January is looking pretty 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 big itself. It's like, oh, no, no more, no more, no more uh, winter titles, please. No more. <laughs> And honestly, like, my um, summer was pretty full. Like, I'm still trying to finish up stuff there. Right. So, all right. I think we talked enough about the fall season. So, did other part of the great stuff by the podcast. Weird news. But wait, we still need to talk about the fall season there. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We still got a couple fall stuff. Huh, this is actually really fall themed. So, yeah. Uh, Helen meant this earlier. Since you already did mention this earlier about the snacks, I'm going to talk about that first. So yes, uh, Gundam has been pretty popular, or Witch for Mercury has been pretty popular, and there's actually like a Ariel staff brand, uh, the Gundam in Witch for Mercury, it's called Ariel, so originally there was no connection to this, that series, but there was still, the actual snack was still- Yeah, Ariel is definitely a reference to the Tempest, actually. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the sna- yeah, the, sna- the snack brand, yeah, they, they basically had no association at the time with 
the Wish for Mercury series, but then the stuff was still selling out anyways. But then, some days later, it actually became official. Now, there's actually a Gundam x Aerial Stacks deal. So it's actually really legit now. Pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I would totally eat it. <laughs> Finding, uh, what was it? Uh, not Kino Kaneya. Uh, one of these H-Mart, maybe? Maybe they'll sell it next year or something like that. Um, yeah, and there were some, also some talks about, like, some of the producers were saying, oh, yeah, we're trying to make this for modern teens, since, you know, teens feel like, you know, Gundam is for old people. And I was thinking how funny it is. Yeah, Gundam's not for me, but Utena, Utena's for me, given how many people were glomming onto the series with its very Utena themes in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then to cap off this uh, Gundam talk, there was also an illustrator, manga show we called it earlier time, with sexism prevented. Uh, female, female Gundam protagonist. Uh, this would be Koichi Tokita. Um, he obviously liked the first episode. Uh, wait, make sure. Yep, he, he liked the first episode, but then he, he mentioned he not only called it a blessing to see a couple established in the first episode, he was also glad to see a Gundam anime female protagonist recalling an earlier time of prejudice prevented from happening. Um, so yes, uh, yeah, you can tell back then it was definitely frowned upon to have a female uh, protagonist for sure, and but obviously nowadays it is way better. It is mu- you can actually, it's much more convenient to actually have a female tag and nobody can actually just say, hey, it won't make you money or you know, we just need male characters. They'll definitely sell. No, you can actually sell with a female character. Thank you very much. I still remember when I saw um, the compilation movies for the very first Gundam. I, when I saw the first one, there was like this scene with like Char in the shower and all of that, and I was like. How did anyone ever say the series wasn't like also pandering to women? It's like that is very clearly fan service for people who like men. <laughs> All right, so ah uh, man, I did glance through all of these, but I wasn't like super. Yeah, but I didn't read. Okay, that's fine. Thoroughly. Okay, but that's fine. I'll talk about the other fall anime era in this season. That'll be Uzaki-chan, uh, season two, and just in time. To you know, time things, more marketing, all that good stuff. They're partnering with Japan's biggest esports park. Uh, that would be the limited. Uh, there's a limited time promotion event happening at the Red Tokyo Tower. So if you're in the Uzaki China and you also want to play some games, go to that esports tower, have fun, play games, make memes. I don't know, one of those things. Yeah. So another show that neither of us watched this season is um, is called Love Flops. And it's anime original, although there's an adaptate, adaptive, um, I think it's not, is it a novel? It's or a manga, manga, manga. It's a manga. So there's a manga that's basically adapting the anime. And in one version, they said this side character is Russian. And in the other version, they said she's Bulgarian. And so we're like, well, what is this character? Because those are two very different countries. Russia hasn't invaded Bulgaria yet, you know, unless some f- attempt to reform the Soviet Union. <laughs> it's like, what is it? I'm already curious to be like what the what the novel is gonna do. Like if they ever do a novel I, where they have a totally different character. It's like how, how did you guys like not get this one straight? Uh, I think somebody. Uh, I, I had to really look on the for Maybe they were supposed. Yeah, to yeah, my, yeah. They decided. Oh, it's politically bad. Let's make them Bulgarian. Not everyone got. Yeah, yeah. Memo. I think yeah, I looked in the um, forums. Uh, I think a couple of su- uh, people suggested it was a continuity error. Just somebody. It, it was supposed to. It was actually supposed to be the other one, Bulgarian, but it was, it was just just cross signals so uh, that's possible but yeah it's just it's just humorous you're supposed to have a communication with these mixed media projects so uh i don't know how you messed that up what happened guys what are you doing stop flopping can't be flopping like this 
Um, uh, I, I don't know. I think something else is supposed to be flopping <laughs> with the love. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell me that's not what that was supposed to be. Uh, all right. Speaking of somebody flopping, Vic Mignogna ended up getting denied court rehearing, which was not surprising to me or probably anybody <laughs> yeah. else because, well, I don't know why you would think it would work. Uh, so, so to put this out there, on September 29th, the Texas Second Court of Appeals denied Vic Mignogna's request for a court rehearing and Eric and block reconsideration in his defamation, a lawsuit against Funimation, uh, and the voice actresses, Jamie Marchie and Monica Riel, and Yael's fiance, Ron Toye. So, yeah, it's all there. So, look, man, pay up. Just give up. Just stop doing this to yourself. It's over. Very much all done. That's all I got to say. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, so I remember last time we talked about how there were some officials from Kadokawa who'd been investigated and then were, I think, indicted in a Olympics bribery scandal or something. And so now they've got some people resigning, which was kind of the only option when your organization is involved in bribery. And companies also announced it's established a corporate governance inspection committee to propose measures to prevent similar issues in the future. Uh, I feel like the whole don't bribe people is pretty easy. Like, I'll admit, all of my work training has been don't accept bribes because I've been involved in government in a couple of ways. And they've had to get very specific along the lines of, okay, anything over $20 is a bra is, you know, you can't accept that. Or food, because food under $20, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is just very easy to not do bribery, guys. Some people get tempted and I'm like... Stop being tempted. And stop trying to get over the system. Stop being stop. tempted. Just, just, they try. And then obviously you get a situation like this where you got the chairman resigning and other people resigning. Just not a good look. Not a good not look. A good look. Um, on to some uh, weirder, at least fun, interesting news. Um, talked about this earlier. Chainsaw Man is very popular. Popular enough that the U.S. Safety Commission actually... Oh, let me make it this way. U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission even had to put out a Twitter, uh, put out a tweet saying "Man made of chainsaws." Hmm. hmm, maybe a considerable threat, huh? And then also, there's a dog made of chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what what this series obviously is uh, attracted some attention for sure, and now you got the actual uh, official account for safety trying to get in on this. Maybe somebody in there is actually a fan of the series. That is my other other thought i don't know i mean everyone always acts like oh my god government workers watch anime it's like yes you guys know how much anime i watch during my lunch breaks i don't know (sighs) i mean i have a union mandated one hour lunch break so that's two anime episodes every lunch break i hope you uh, uh, okay (laughs) i know we had a discussion earlier justin about you don't like watching stuff during your lunch breaks but listen i get just way too wriggly otherwise i gotta be multitasking Yes, I don't like. If your TV's on, okay, but I'm usually just focusing on eating my food, <laughs> and I don't like reading either. So, I'm, I have to eat. <laughs> Unless I'm snacking, maybe, but then I just I don't do that. I, if it's dinner, lunch, yeah, I just can't. <laughs> uh, so the Pokemon Company is continuing to put out ridiculously sized plushies, and their latest one is a Garchomp, and it says it might be bigger than you. It is 1.6 meters long. Let's see how big is that. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna see if it's bigger than me. I doubt it's bigger than you, Justin, but it might it's, be bigger than me. The, well, I, I'm pretty. I mean, you're over six uh, foot. Five, so. 
I'm 5'10. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be adding extra high, <laughs> extra inch for me. 5'10, lady. 5'10. Uh, um, it does look adorable. I will centimeters say this. is like 6'2.9. So it is like my height, actually. It's, okay. Yeah, it's bigger than me. It's big. Oh, wait. You said it's what? It's like 63 inches or so. So that's basically my height, I think. Okay. Assuming I have done my conversion correctly. Anyway, it's $390, so I will not be buying it. <laughs> uh, it's Pokemon. Somebody's going to definitely buy that. They want to have com- they be comfortable, Helen. They want to be comfortable. Garchamp, Garchamp looks comfortable. There you go. That's always going to matter to people. Yeah, there's a plush artist I follow on Twitter, and they're saying that they might have figured out a way to like re- um, like re make their own life-size Marie plushie, because I remember that from years ago, and I'm like, yes, because that one I want to do. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so this is actually not weird news, but I just put this in here because Helen has made... It's been funny just seeing Helen mention this before. Um, the Great Cleric has finally gotten an anime. See, that's normal news, right? The only reason it's not normal is because Helen really thought it got an anime announced many years ago. Like two years ago. ago. <laughs> I'm still very confused what I was confusing it with, but... Um, but yeah, it's... yeah, And you know what? Honestly, Helen, though, I think could not just back on their... Oh, if it's gonna be an anime, it's gonna be a, we're gonna we gotta print. Except it, for my master has no tail. Yeah, that's not gonna do very well. I guess that's like that's probably why. <laughs> that's probably why. But um, yeah, they definitely was like, yeah, it's look, it's uh, Iskai series. We gotta make sure you have that in print for the Iskai fans. There you go. Maybe it'll be good. Don't know yet. <laughs> but we gotta have it in print. There you go. But yeah, that's just funny. But yeah, it's, other than that, it's not really weird news. But it's weird. It's weird for us. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and this is more gaming news than um, anime news, but um, there were some Japanese VTubers who were using uh, a chroma key, which is basically how you do like a green screen if you're streaming. And they had set it so that when they were playing Splatoon, uh, as they were inking in their various colors, it was showing porn videos. So it was kind of a race, you know, to ink everything up in your own color to cover things up so that you you didn't get taken down for violation of terms but um yeah they were still um twitch i think it was on twitch i don't think it was on youtube uh wherever they were streaming definitely caught on to it so um don't do that guys <laughs> yeah i agree do not do not do that <laughs> i agree it is kind of funny but just use your powers for good like do something else <laughs> with that <laughs> think we did it thank god we we, we finally <laughs> we talked enough about the fall we talked about enough anime i think it's time we end the podcast for yes. now until next time everybody so you can follow the oshi podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, uh spotify you can subscribe any rs any rs you got subscribe by email um you can check out the oshi.com for reviews and futures you can also check out the oshi twitter account for all the news and anything else that may pop up that Justin thinks might be that mean me. I'm sorry, I don't even want to go on second person. Too tired, Helen. Too tired. Need food. Um, so yeah, you can find the Twitter on there. You can find me on Twitter at Kami underscore Nomi. Maybe not tweeting about stuff. Let's see. You can find me on Twitter at Wonder Dreamer. Like I said earlier, if you can find my focus, please let me know. I have been looking for it for a while. And you can also find the other podcast I co-host on Twitter at Mong in Your Ears. Our latest episode was uh, My Master Has No Tail and also Muscle Girl Next Door, a.k.a. the very rare street manga.
straight romance manga that we did. Uh, yeah, until next time then, folks. See ya. See everybody later.